What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And today we have Hala and Jason with us, our new friends. They are fortunate enough to have done the Disney VIP tour experience, one of Disney's most exclusive tour experiences. And they're here today to share firsthand stories and let them answer all of our tough questions about their experience doing that. And so, Hala and Jason, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. <laughs> Definitely. Jason, are you with us? I am. Happy to be here. Loving, uh, loving all things Disney and uh, looking forward to these probing questions that you guys have. Yes, <laughs> we are not going to scare you, but we are very curious. This is a tour that... We have not been able to experience, and I feel like a majority of people who go either don't realize that it exists or just can't do it. So it's really, really cool, and we're very grateful that you're here and giving us the time to talk about it. Let's just go over a few little housekeeping items. First things first, um, if you haven't left us a review yet on any of the platforms that you listen, please go ahead and do that. Uh, it's a free thing for us uh, and you, and it's a huge supporting mechanism for us. Um, another thing is that our TikTok uh, Dose Magic podcast has become alive again. Uh, we have brought it back um, and we are posting things that are not typical to what we are posting on Instagram. So a lot more yes. themed, audio clips. Um, very funny. I think if you're a Disney fan, you'll laugh at some of the things that we're posting uh, on there. Shout out to Ryan. Ryan has really been running that. Um, so thank you. Thank you. On TikTok uh, because that lends us kind of into our bigger announcement. Um, and that's season three of this podcast is on the prowl right around the corner. Uh, we should be able to share a lot more information next week once we have that all kind of comp uh, finalized. Um, but mm -hmm. we have some very exciting thing um, and we think it's going to be great for both listeners. We're going to grow to hopefully reach a whole new audience. Um, and the fact that we're even on season three, Ryan, like that's wild. Um, we started this that podcast awesome. out of pure, like, let's just talk because we love Disney. Um, it was kind of during, like, COVID times. And then... Yeah, in the basement. Yeah, the basement. We used to sit across on, like, a, a table. And then we moved, and I went back to college. You went to college. Uh, we ended up doing, yeah. like, meeting halfway, driving to each other's campuses or each other's, like, apartments. Um, and then we... Now we're here. Um, so really cool awesome. little thing. I love it. We love it. Um, but season three is, has a lot in store uh, and we really look forward to sharing you all, sharing all that with you all next week. Um, so be sure to stay tuned. Anything to add, Rye? Nope. That's it. Other than we are grateful as always for all of your listens each week. We love, love, love responding to everybody and, and commenting with everything and, it has been a ton of fun up until this point. We can't wait to take it to the next stage. Yes. So without further ado, let's jump into our conversation with Hala and Jason about the VIP tours. Uh, Hala and Jason, how are you? Yeah, I. Uh, my name is Hala Sabri, and I am a total Disney lover, first and foremost. I feel like it's like my full-time job to like research all the crazy <laughs> things to do there. Um, but my other full-time job is I'm actually a doctor, um, but I initially was a cast member. And so 
I um, was a cast member at Disneyland. I worked in attractions for eight years and then nice. left because my parents made me do something <laughs> else besides <laughs> Disney. Um, but I find myself going back anytime I can. And so now, like, because I've worked there for so long and I go very often, um, both to Disney World and Disneyland, I always try to find unique experiences that I haven't done before. Um, and VIP tours are one of them. And that's kind of how I met Jason. So Jason and I both um, love Disney and have different, you know, Disney stories of what brought us to it. And then we both found ourselves as admins of a group called, um, what's the actual group name? It's World uh, Walt Disney World or Disney World VIP Tours Original. Um, if you Google it, it has like 22,000 members. So it's that one. Awesome. And we admin and we a- answer all these questions. So I think it would be awesome to like really like all the curious questions that like the most frequently asked questions I think Jason and I can jump into. And obviously if you are interested in actually booking one, um, you can come into the group and join a couple of different tours and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But um, if you want me to jump in into anything, but I think Jason, if you want to introduce yourself as well, and then we could maybe talk about like the frequently asked questions or your questions, Ryan and Brett, because I know you guys have a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, you know, like Hala, I think, Unique experiences is really important. So my name is Jason Clough. Um, During the day, I work in data analytics. Um, And the easiest way to describe that is think about all the things that we do either on social, TV, uh, digital websites, and uh, we measure that. And oftentimes it's sort of fitting because we see all this data, but we don't always know the story that the data tells. Um, and I think that's probably why I might love Disney so much because I'm a, I love stories. I love storytelling. Um, I find it fascinating. And, and, and I was lucky, right? Like as a kid, um, I was always re, you know, had the opportunity and the honor of going to Disney, uh, with my parents and, uh, my aunt always used to take me. Uh, so I was down there. I think I'm, I'm well north of 100 visits now to the parks. I mean, I think wow. we're going to clear like, oh, yeah, it's nuts. Like, I think we're going to clear 12 or 13 trips this year alone. Um, Hala is a very bad influence on my, my <laughs> Disney addiction because she'll, you know, she'll just be like, let's let's just go down again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, on the backside of COVID, decided that life was about memories. It's about stories. And I reached out to my aunt and I said, Hey, life's short, right? We should go to Disney. Um, my wife and I have annual passes and we just thought like, Hey, I was like, you got, you got to go, right? You've taken me all of my entire childhood. I want to, I want to do this. I want to give back to you. And so we went down there. We had a wonderful time. Um, but that's really where like things like keys to the kingdom and some of these, you know, behind the scenes and all these other tours start coming up. Uh, and that's ultimately when uh, I stumbled across uh, uh, the original Disney VIP tour share group on, on social. And I was like, wow, this group's really cool. Not only do I want to do it, but hey, I want to admin and moderate it. Um, and, uh, and now, fun fact, um, not only have Hala and I never met in person, um, but we do admin the group together, but we're actually going to be meeting for the first time in person next week on a VIP tour. What? How's that for an intro? Yeah. It's not, that's awesome. Never met in person? Never met. 
No, but we also have like a couple of cruises, like his wife, my husband, my kids, like, like we have all these like different vacations like booked together. And I think what's like really fun about this group, um, that we're talking about that we admin is, I mean, it's really nice when you guys have family or friends that like to do Disney and have the budget, yeah. like this, the similar budget to do Disney. Cause there's a lot of ways to do Disney and I'll tell you VIP tours, like you could do them very expensive or you could do them very, um, cost, well, cost effective, a little bit more cost effective. But what I love about having people in that group is you meet other people with like-minded like ideas of how to do Disney. There's like a thousand ways to do Disney, right? And so you could find people, you could do Disney how you want. And then to add a tour on top of it where you're not really waiting in lines. Like you don't have to stare at your phone. You're not like refreshing Genie and worrying about lightning lanes and all that stuff. So let's get into it because I really want to show you guys how Jason and I are doing Disney because I'll say, I know there's a lot of ways, but I think this is the best way. So. All right. You heard <laughs> wow. it here first, folks. She's setting the bar yes. high. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. I'm, I'm a pretty extra person. So just, just follow, follow my lead. I work there. I've been there many, many, many times and yeah. um, I'll show you how I do it. You've got the inside scoop. Well, I just want to highlight one quote from Jason and that is life's short. Let's mm -hmm. go to Disney. Yes. We need that on a shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Brett is going to start with the first question for you guys. We'll get into it, and I'm sure naturally it'll just kind of trickle into other answers and other questions. You know, Hala, I know that you have a frequently asked question, you know, area that you mm -hmm. frequently answer. So, yeah. Brett, go ahead and hit him with one. All right. So, um, my first one is I think it's going to blend right really nicely into Hala and how you said, like, you can do it in multiple different ways. Um, after doing a VIP tour, does it ruin every kind of visit after knowing like you don't have the same experience, like going to a <laughs> VIP tour and then going back two months later and not having all those like, it's a great question. Things given That's to you. Perfect, like, perfect does it question ruin it? For her, <laughs> okay. Um, so yes and no. So yeah, like it, you know, when you have, so what is a VIP tour? Let me just tell you guys. So that way, like we're all on the same page. Sure. Um, a VIP tour is a tour of, up to 10 people, so one to 10 people with a guide, which is a guest relations guide. They're specific cast members that are kind of like they're superstar cast members. Every every cast member is a superstar, but they're ones that deal directly with these um, these small groups and they give a lot of history. They're really like, you know, really up the game on the Disney customer service. They walk you through the parks. They enter into cues um for the rides through the lightning lane often there's a couple rides that it's through the exit um if you park hop um then you get into a disney van and you park hop you like behind the scenes so you don't have to worry about buses or monorails or whatever it may be um and they also sometimes surprise you it's not guaranteed but they often surprise you with snacks um like you know ice cream and uh, churros and like different things that they are allowed to do, um, and so that's what it is. And so it's a very like it's a very like private experience. And so if you're walking around, it's usually the cast member is in plaid, right? And they're walking around with people. And so when before I ever went on a tour, I mean, obviously I knew what they were because I worked at Disney. But at the time that I worked at Disney, it was usually like celebrities. Like I remember seeing like you know Kobe and Britney Spears. Like there's so many people I've seen, and they would wow. be with a tour guide, right? Um, and so in my brain, I was like, oh, this is only for the rich and famous, you know? 
And so sometimes I like to play a game if I see them around and I'm not on a tour. I'm like, are they rich or are they famous <laughs> or are they a group of like, strangers that are like sharing the cost, right? I always like try to guess. Um, and usually, you know, I'm right, I think. Um, but anyways, um, so that's what a tour is, right? And so, so, does, so does that ruin your experience when you go – to the park and the, and the tours usually are between seven hours and 10 hours. They're, you can't have it for less than seven. You can't go over 10. So you spend this whole day at Disney. You don't ever have to wait in a line. You get snacks delivered to you. So does it ruin your experience when they're, when you're there the next time? Maybe a little bit. Cause you're like, where, where's all this extra experience, right? <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it actually benefits your experience because you're not in such scarcity mode of like time you're not like, oh my gosh, I didn't even get to go on this ride or this ride or this ride. You're like, no, I've done that all before. Now I get to sit back and find new experiences if I don't want to wait in a line, right? Like I can, you know, walk around. I can like kind of go in the little nooks and crannies, go into shops I haven't gone into. I can go into shows. And there are certain rides that like in the group, the group will say like, don't do it on a tour because you could do it by yourself. So it's not like you're doing every ride on a tour, but you can hit like a lot of the ones that you don't want to wait on that historically have long lines or maybe have virtual queues that you really like don't want to wake up at seven in the morning and hope to God that you get. And then you're in the park at the same time and things like that. So in a way, does it ruin it in a way, but then it just opens up for more experiences. So I think it just benefits all around. Wow. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. And so do I understand correctly that you can choose which rides you want to take advantage of and, and do that skip? So mm. hypothetically, if I want to do Flight of Passage or if I want to do Guardians of the Galaxy and I'm on this tour with this dedicated cast member, they can flash their badge and get us right in? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think the great part is, is so uh, as Hala said, you, you're using essentially the... Uh, virtual lightning lanes um in that sense you get to decide exactly what you do when you do it and how you do it i'll give you an example um they will ask you which park you want to start at now it is important one little note here if you're going to do a vip tour sometimes people will be like oh i only have to do one park or oh i guess i can only do that one that i started no no absolutely not you can park hop as long as you have a park hopper Here's the other cool fact. We all know that park hopping starts at the afternoon hours, right? But mm -hmm. when you're on a VIP tour, you can park hop anytime you want, even if it's in the morning. So you set the date, you set the time that you want to meet, you set which park you want to start at. And then, you know, Ryan, you want to ride, you know, Toy Story Mania five times back to back to back, go for it. You want to ride um you know haunted mansion three times back to back go for it um there are only, you can ride any ride as many times as you want with very few exceptions tron is once per tour day uh guardians of the galaxy you can ride twice so if you so when when <laughs> when Hala says like hey it, it can enhance your day and 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 you should do Disney the way we do. Think about this. If you wanted to, you could actually start your day at Epcot doing a virtual queue when it opens, grab that, then go to Epcot, Epcot, ride Guardians once, buy Lightning Lane, ride it again, and then you could on the tour in the afternoon, if you started in the afternoon, hit it two more times, and now you're up to four times in the day. So up to you. Wow. <laughs> That would right? be incredible. I don't I don't think that's how we're yeah, so unlocking Disney week, map. But 
Yeah. No, I mean, there's different, you know, I mean, different tours. Put it this way, though, like one of. Sorry, Jason. I was going to say different tours. Um, you can decide. Like, you know, for example, there's some tours that are like, I just want to go on all the thrill rides. I want to do it over and over and over again. And that's what I want to do. And some people, they have like a little game. They're like, how many, how many attractions can we do in a day? Right. And yeah. Some people like want to just like really experience in the depth of like one park or two parks. And honestly, there's no right way. Like you could do it so many ways, but I just love that you can like really alter your experience depending on who's on the tour with you. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting. Like one of the, I'll give you a couple of other nuggets that I think are fascinating. Like um, if you think about the tour end time, some people will say like, Hey, I'm in magic kingdom and I see these areas that are roped off. That's, just roped off for VIP tours. So you can actually end your day, usually it's about 30 or 40 minutes before the fireworks, and they will then, your guide will escort you into this area that's roped off from everywhere else so that you have prime uh, viewing for uh, the nighttime fireworks and castle show, right? Um, But, you know, we talk a lot about rides and we talk about this experience. You know, there's some cool things that you actually hear and learn behind the scenes. And I will not give everything away, I promise. But just to give you, no, I'm not. Because then you you won't do it. But, um, like, for instance, we were walking on one of my very first tours with my guide. And I had told them that I really was just fascinated by the storytelling that the parks have. Um, And one of the stories that stuck out to me was if you're ever in Galaxy's Edge and you see all of these, like, metal parts and debris throughout the area. Um, do you know where they all come from? Do you know what they are? The actual um, metal parts themselves? Yeah. Are they like wrecked ships? No, close. They're wrecked airplane parts and engines mm-hmm. that they actually flew out, bought them all and brought them in there and, and incorporated them into the storytelling. So. Um, you can actually see some of them are essentially they're all uh, uh, airplane parts that were eventually or at some point in their past life in the skies. And now here they are part of a new story uh, in Galaxy's Edge. And um, and then there's one other story I'll tell you real quickly because um, you'll 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 find it fascinating. But here's the reason why you have to do these tours. There is a thing out back that I refer to as baby spaceship Earth. Um, so if you think about Spaceship Earth as this big, huge sphere that we all know and love at Epcot, um, yeah. there's actually a small version of one. Uh, it almost looks like a little jungle gym out back on the back lot. Um, I had done a tour, didn't even know it was there. Somebody had told me, and, I, and then uh, while we were driving between the parks, I actually spotted it. And again, it's sort of that just when, when we talk about like, oh, does it ruin it going forward? No, because now you've seen that, you've learned that. Um, now you can go on and do other things and experience new memories that you can make at the parks with family and friends. I think also like one of the things that I love about the tours is like the relationships that you make. I really think that that's really beautiful. Um, my One of my tour guides from Disney World, um, I like stay in touch with her. Um, we have a lot in common and um, – like I'm having, I'm having dinner with her in a couple of weeks and like, that's really fun. And then there was like, um, there was these two people. I never met them before the tour. I did a tour with them last December. It was a husband wife, um, that lived in Northern California and they were like Disney fanatics. It was just so fun. Like we got to meet them. 
I, I don't think I'd ever have any other way of meeting them. I don't think we had anything else in common besides Disney. And literally months later, I was at Disneyland. I tell you, I, I go a lot, you guys. Okay, so I was at Disneyland <laughs> and I was I was there um, at the DVC lounge. They had opened up just a new DVC lounge. And I go in and I'm sitting there and I see the two of them walk in. And I was like, get out. So I walked just up to chance. them. Just by chance. I was like, oh my gosh. And then they were there because they're Disney fanatics and they love the art shows and they came for an art show. And um, so it was just really neat to like have friends. And my friend was with me. My friend's like, how do you know them? And I was like, it's a long story. <laughs> but um, yeah. but yeah, so <laughs> I think, I think you know, it's funny. Like, you know, I think that um, – you know, social media. What one of, one of the things that it does is it brings makes the world a little bit smaller, um, where people can be connected in ways that they you know weren't before. And I think Disney does the same thing. Like the whole idea of it's a small world after all. Like showing our common humanity and our common themes in our life. And when the common thread is Disney, and you're able to be connected through groups like ours, through VIP tours in person, and then see each other later, or you know book other excursions and things like that together. I think you just enhance your life overall. That's yeah, awesome. it's like going on a cruise and then making friends with yes. you know, other people on the cruise and you just find that yeah. you end up just staying in touch with them, you know, afterwards or following them on Facebook or whatever it may be. And, you know, years later, you're like, oh, and I can't believe we met all the way across the world on a vacation. And now you're still. Yes, friends. So it's pretty cool yep. to happen like that. Well, and the timeliness yep. of all of this is is kind of funny because I was just uh, I was just seeing that uh, yesterday Dick Van Dyke was out at Disneyland and and clearly was right with him was one of those uh plaid uniformed mm -hmm. uh, cast members and i was like oh he's out on a tour yeah. so you know <laughs> yeah. but you think about it but you know maybe just to put into context you know we've we've discussed what they are um one of the things is like okay but how much um mm. you know it does depend a little bit on the day and the time of the year uh but you're generally around somewhere around six to nine hundred dollars an hour so if you put that into a seven hour day it's about a six thousand dollar commitment now that's one of the values of sort of thinking about it from a sharing perspective because that six thousand dollars divided by ten people becomes a little bit more manageable now all of a sudden it's you know six hundred to twelve hundred dollars per person mm -hmm. um obviously before you do tipping which is a whole another thing that we can talk about yeah, that, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was curious about the pricing. I was going to mention just for the audience who who is unaware that yeah, that's really what the price ranges from. And I was going to ask you know when it jumps and when it doesn't, so that makes sense that it's kind of by demand, by calendar, and different times or different costs. Mm -hmm. uh, Hala mentioned you know you can schedule things later in the day, and Jason, you even mentioned that too with the fireworks and whatnot. So do you typically have a recommended time for people? to start their tour? What have you guys found is the mm -hmm. sweet spot? How many hours? I mean, I feel like, you know, I don't know, Jason, I, it'll be interesting to see what Jason says. But um, personally, I, um, no matter what he says, what I'm going to say is probably going to be the right thing. So I just want to let you know. Jason, I'm a little, I'm a little saucy today. Um, <laughs> no, but I think Jason and I will probably agree on this though. Um, I think starting a little bit later for a couple reasons. One is like, it allows you to like, enjoy your morning, like start however you want. You can still go to the parks in the morning before your tour if you want um mm -hmm. 
But I think what Jason said was, you know, it's it's so brilliant as well, like that you could end at a show. So whether you're going to end at an Epcot show, you know, um, whatever they have now there, I don't remember what they have there now, um, or the fireworks, like you can end there. Um, so like, say you're going to do 10 hours. So like, say, say you have to check in at nine o'clock, you could do 11 to nine. Mm-hmm. You end there. Um, and then you get to like have this like premiere seating. So like even if you end earlier and say you want to go into premiere seating for the fireworks, like you don't have access to that. Like you're the only people who have access to that are like other tours, like um, some of the key, Keys of the Kingdom possibly, or I forget exactly which ones at Disney World do. Don't quote me on that. Um, and Club 33 members obviously have access there. So um, so not a lot of people have access to these to these areas. And so ending there gives you like a little bit of like an extra um, incentive, especially, especially because your tour time doesn't, it ends there. Right. So it's not like you're watching the fireworks and you're paying this guide, you know, $600 an hour to watch fireworks with you. Um, although that's, that's fine too, if that's how you want to spend your money as well. Um, and so I would say start a little bit later, um, in talking to the guides, um, I mean, just the few guides I've talked to, um, you know, they say that some people start really early because they're trying to get a lot of things done before like a really important dinner that they have planned or things like that. And sometimes these guides can help you with dinner plans too. It's not a guarantee, but if you tell them what you're trying to accomplish, like sometimes they could, you just have to communicate with them. Right. And so that's how I prefer to do it. Um, and, um, it's to start later and end with a show, but I don't know, Jason, what do you think? Yeah, well, so one thing I will say that if you do do that and you talked about like, oh, you don't want to, you don't necessarily have to pay the guide while you're watching the fireworks, just so that we're, so that I'm I'm covering this, there's some folks that actually do keep the guide through Mm -hmm. the fireworks. Here's why. Once the fireworks end, guess what happens? Everybody starts to leave the parks and guess what? Everybody's going to the monorails, the boats, Mm -hmm. the buses. And it takes you then an hour and a half to get back to your hotel. One of the things that you can do, which is part of the VIP tour, is you can have your guide pick you up at your hotel and bring you to the parks. You can have the guide stay with you during the fireworks and then whisk you out the backstage to take you right back to your hotel. So if you have children uh, or young young, uh, kids with the family that might be traveling, that could be obviously really beneficial. I I don't know that I disagree that ending at the fireworks is like sort of the perfect <laughs> ending. Um, I would say if you want if you want the experience, that's one hundred percent of the way to go. If you're trying to do the ride count earlier, the better, um, because you'll then be clearing the parks uh, at a time before sort of everybody's up and running. Um, the one other nuance to that that, you know, is probably worthy of discussion is if you start early, when do you eat? Do you eat? And this is definitely a controversial <laughs> thing. Um, like they're just, cause you know, now you're back to just like with fireworks. Do you, are you paying for the tour guide to basically watch the fireworks with you? Or are you going to pay them to just do a sit down? So I think if you've got dinner plans and things like that, that's something to kind of keep in mind. Um, but I 100% believe that you should schedule uh, a quick serve break. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for the guide. Everybody feels just a little bit better after having a 20, 20 minute sort of sit down and, and some noshing on food um, yep. to avoid anything getting uh, cranky. And, and just maybe as a, as a tee up for those wonderful cast members, remember they're working, but they're human too. 
And oftentimes people are like, I know, but like, we just want to run and gun. And it's like, yeah, but they don't have a break, right? You're on rides. They're probably off getting you waters or sodas or, or something. So it's not like they've got an inordinate amount of time to go do a bathroom stop as well. So just kind of keeping in mind that same spirit and magic that they're creating for you, that one little break will be uh, magic right back at them. Well, I yield. I think Jason's um, answer was better as far as the, the <laughs> argument to start earlier, I think is better. And also, I totally forgot about the idea of having um, your guide take you back to your hotel. I think that's actually brilliant. And just yeah, to double down on what Jason was saying about making sure you eat, um, I mean, like like he said, like you don't want to be like starving yourself all day, making sure you get enough waters. And and yeah, the guides don't eat if – I mean, they don't have like a separate guide that comes in and gives them a lunch break, you know. And mm-hmm. if you're doing two days of guides in a, in a row, like so say you do one on a Monday and one on a Tuesday, usually it's the same guide that's with you um, both days. And so yeah, there are people who do multiple days. Like they just decide that they're not going to wait in line at any point um, of their trip. And so um, just be nice to your guide. Like remember – like what Jason said, they're, they're a human too – and the, the, the sit down, the quick service doesn't take a long time because they can order it while you go onto a ride. They can have everything ready for you. And then you just sit down and eat. Um, and it's been a really good experience That's to eat with good. them and get to know them a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I, I think having them, not that it's, cool to have somebody run and grab your food while you're on a ride, but that's a, that's kind of a cool perk. It's unique. It's quite a different experience than just the initial mobile ordering where it's kind of ready as you arrive. And just to kind of wrap up here in the last few minutes for you guys, is this something that you would do again? I think I know the answer as you guys are admins to a wonderful group. Uh, but do you think it's something that's worth the value to do multiple times or just a once and done kind of thing? Glad you did it. Uh, or do you think that there's repeat value to it? Oh, I'll take this one starting. Yeah. And then that way I that way I set the bar high on how to close it <laughs> yeah. out. Try to help you <laughs> yeah. So first of all, one little tidbit of why I'm going to say my answer is yes, you should do them if you can, um, you know, fitting into your budget. I would absolutely do it multiple times. Hal and I have both done it multiple times. But I think the thing is, is like you always learn something new. You hear different experiences, different tour guides have different um, history, uh, different capturing memories that they remember that sort of uh, build on the the storytelling that Walt began the parks with, right? Like if we go back to what Walt started with, it was this idea that there is this beautiful uh, and great big wonderful tomorrow. And also that the parks are never complete. They're always evolving. Um, I've been to the parks dozens and dozens of times a year And I even still am learning things each and every time that I'm out on a tour or out with a guide or meeting new friends. Um, Funny thing that I actually just learned, I didn't do it on my first tour, but when we think, you know, you were talking, Ryan, about mobile ordering. um, Mm -hmm. One of the, the, so the Starbucks on Main Street at Magic Kingdom is not mobile order. You can't, It's it's like one of the few locations that doesn't do mobile ordering. However, I found out that you actually can place your order ahead when you're on a VIP tour. So I'll give you a great example. Like we were at Epcot getting ready to go over and we were like, oh yeah, we really wanted, like the whole group was like, oh, we really want Starbucks. And the guy was like, okay, well, what do you want? And I'll, I'll put in the order and we can pick it up over at Magic Kingdom. And I was like, wait, what? 
Um, and this was just like two months ago that we did this. So I was like, wait, this is great. And so what happens is you give them the order, they place it, you hop in the vans and drive on the back lot over to Magic Kingdom. And then you pop out actually on the back lot right near the backside of not water, um, but the backside of Starbucks. <laughs> Um, you see what I did? Wow. There, yeah. Yeah. You, 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 okay. Um, it's good jungle cruise. They actually, well, she took, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is she took my line on it's a small world. So now I feel like I got to like up my game here, but so you pop out on the back lot of uh, where the Starbucks is. And then they just bring the drinks right out to you, um, which is really great. Wow. Um, Do you so get again, charged for them? Do they end up getting charged to your hotel? Yeah, no, so you can actually just, so everything that you want uh, in that fashion. So drinks like sodas, unlimited, complimentary on the tour, water, mm -hmm. water soda, um, things like that. Um, that's all complimentary. If you want something additional like quick serve, you just, I usually just either give them uh, the mobile order number and then they can go grab it or um, you just give them your credit card and then they can go in and process it and bring it back out. Yeah, but uh, no, look, I mean, I think, I'm a big fan of pollinating stories to those around uh, everyone. Um, and look, this is a perfect example of why the answer is also yes. I am now next week going to get to meet Hala. We're going to have a whole day together where we're going to, you know, basically geek out over Disney. And that's, that's only possible because we keep going back. We keep reinventing the memories that we make as, as individuals. Um, and I'm, um, uh, I'm fortunate enough uh, to know her. She is uh, the most kind-hearted, sweetest uh, person who would do pretty much anything for anybody. And to be able to experience the day with her will be um, truly magical. Uh, so beat that, Hala. Wow. Aww, Jason. <laughs> I was like kind of to follow. I know. I was kind of mad at you because you took the Jungle Cruise line, not only because like, why would you do that? And, and <laughs> I was a, I was a jungle cruise skipper. Like, that's what, like, that was oh, my second. I, that was my second. I know, rude, rude, but, but well-deserved. Um, you're funny. That no, means you it means I could, I could follow a script. That's what it means. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no auditions for jungle cruise. You guys, you just get assigned just a ride. Ah, that's yeah, disappointing. And, I thought that they picked, wow. handpicked the funniest. No, no. And at that time, like nobody wanted it. Right. Like, and so yeah. I think that's why I got it is because I kept complaining because my first ride was Columbia. And what I didn't like about the ride is that you'd had to actually talk. You had to like project and like, I forget what the line was, like something like. It goes on for Niles. I don't know. And Niles. No, and Niles. no, no, no. For <laughs> Columbia, no. I forget what the line was of Columbia. I, I probably never learned it, you guys. And so, like, I kept, like, switching out of my shift to, like, work Fantasmic and things like that. And so, finally, mm -hmm. they're, like, they were, well, they were, anyways, I had to find another ride. And so, they were, like, oh, we'll give you Jungle Cruise. And I was, like, so excited because it was another ride. But I was like, wait a second, the one thing I hated on, you know, to do, a, I, I love Columbia <laughs> as an attraction, but I was, like, not, like, a. I was a very shy person, and so I was like, no, I, I didn't want to be, like, talking. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, they give me a talking ride. Um, and then I ended up learning, like, pirates and a, co a couple other rides. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, okay. So the question was, is it worth doing multiple times? I say absolutely. And yes. I think um, – I mean, obviously, I'm a product of that, and Jason and I are going next week. And what he didn't say is we're actually going in three weeks after that. So, like, Jason and I have a <laughs> – yeah, That's we're going awesome. in November. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, we're both going to be there in November. So we're doing a, a tour with different people, and that's yeah, really are you cool. Doing a tour each visit. 
Yes. Yes. Um, nice. Yeah. You see what she does seven. to me? you guys created a monster in each other no but here's the thing like jason and i are very similar that like we love storytelling we love we love walt's vision we're both like really into innovation we love connecting people um there's so much to both of us that like that we just like really run parallel and um there's other like lux experiences that we're doing we're doing a couple of dinners at 21 royale if you don't know what that is google it um and there's just like so many cool things that we're doing together and so many amazing people that we've met and connected to each other and to ourselves um and so i think for that like that's the power like i think in my life right now i really covid has not only i mean as an emergency medicine doctor i've seen a lot of death um and even before COVID, obviously I saw a lot and there were people's worst days. And so maybe it's like a little trauma therapy for me to be at Disney. But anytime I could do something that is like really just like enjoying life and creating those core memories is really, really important for me. And I, I'm glad to like meet new people, Jason and his wife, Jamie, and everybody else that we've been connected to. And so, um, and so, yeah, and like, you know, some of the, and it's really cool because like the, the tour guides, I've asked them. Like, what is the coolest tour that you've done? Because I want to know what they enjoy. And one of the answers yeah. I got. What celebrities um, that they've taken around? I don't think they really are open about saying that part. Um, uh, I mean, I don't think they really share for like privacy. Re- re- yeah. yeah. Um, I think you can you know, use your imagination. Um, but um, one of the things that they said is they said there was one group of people that all they wanted to do is go shopping. And I was like, that is like so cool. Or like, and then there was another group of people that wanted to do tours of all the different hotels. And so they used the tour guide to like go through all the different hotels and walk through and learn about all the hotels and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like when, maybe when I get sick of going on the rides, like then that's something that I want to do. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. And I think as I get, you know, more seasoned and more seasoned and, um, my kids are maybe sick of riding rides. Like maybe I just, you know, advance <laughs> to other experiences. So I don't know. I, you know, for people listening, you're probably like, what the heck? That's such a waste of time or money. But I think, you know, it's just really what you want to get out of your visit. And so, um, I, last year, one of the fun, funnest tours I've been on, um, I'm sure, you know, in a couple of weeks, this next tour is going to be, be topped like, by this next yeah. week. Don't worry. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, is my best friend and my in the whole world. Um, we went to we went to college just like twenty minutes away from Disneyland, and we used to go to Disneyland all the time. And she's never been to Disney World, and now I go to Disney World. Like I think last year I went seven or eight times, and Disneyland I've mm-hmm. been to probably as much or more. And she always wanted to go to Disney World, and it was her birthday. Uh, it was a you know. Um, a milestone birthday last year for her. And I said, what do you want to do? She goes, honestly, I want to go to Disney world. Um, but she was like, I, I don't, I don't have the budget for it and things like that. Um, cause she has like so many other things going on. And I was like, don't worry, I got you. I'm going to plan your birthday party at Disney world. It's going to be you and I. And so it was really neat to like show her like a new, somebody new to Disney world, like to show them the, like what I was like the, the best way. Like, so we did two yeah. tours, two days apart. We went to two parks on one tour, two parks on another tour and I'm like, and I'm just thinking, I just totally ruined it for her. There, there's, if she ever comes back here again, like there's, she's, she went on everything. She went on everything. She tasted everything. We did everything. We literally did everything. And we were there for like five days and, you know, and it was just really, really beautiful to like be able to share that. And so, yeah, I say, do it, be creative, find people that you want. I mean, I, I do tours with Jason. I have a, a, a girlfriend group of eight of us. We do tours all the time. I have, um, some other friends that, you know, mm-hmm. just hop on different tours. And it's so much easier when you're paying one 
one tenth of it or whatever it may be of, of, you know, the people that are going on it. So I do yeah. highly recommend it. And I want to say that, um, also the benefit of being in our group is, so the group was not founded by either one of us. I just want to say the founder, her name is Sharon Val Carcel and mm-hmm. she's so super amazing and we just love her so much. And she does this thing. So she, she does a lot of well, Lux experiences. Like she books everything Disney and, um, one of the things that she does is she has that, such an ongoing relationship with the VIP tour um, uh, booking site uh, cast member, whoever does the booking. And so right. she actually has a list of all the rates for every single day for the next three months. And she posts it. So that way, like, it's not confusing. If you are wanting to be on a tour, but you're like, I, you know, I'm a family of four. There's no way I'm paying this much for just four people she's like well how many people do you want on your tour they'll say like eight she'll help find the other four people and so if you want to be doing on a tour and you have a certain budget the group makes it so easy to come in and and find it and not only does she help you connect with people but like she'll ask you like certain questions like what kind of tour do you want to have just like what jason and i were talking about or what kind of like like some people are like oh we definitely don't want a tour with kids on it you know, because I don't mm-hmm. want to be stopping at the bathroom five million times, right? Um, <laughs> or like I don't want to hear crying or whatever, right? Um, and like so, different people have like different like requests, I guess, of like the types of people that they want to experience it with. And so J- Sharon's really nice about like you know trying to tease that out for them and help them, and and so it makes it super super easy. So if you really want to experience Disney the way that we do, um, then hop onto the group um, post or contact Sharon or myself or Jason, and we'll put you in touch, and you'll have like the trip of your dreams. So, so my takeaway beats that Jason, is, but no, I mean, so my takeaway from that is next week I need to just throw down and have a temper tantrum like on the ground <laughs> in one of the bars, yeah. right? Like yeah. I just need um, uh, Ryan and Brett. Here's here's what I need. I need you to rally your fan base, okay? This is yep. my challenge to you guys. We need to rally the fan base to message Hala and no. be like, when are we going to Disney? Because this, she will go. And if you just, like, we just need oh, to peer pressure. humble her inbox oh my God. and just be like, here are the dates. And that, because that's exactly how next week happened. I was just like, hey, I'm going, you should come. And she's like, what day? And I'm like, no, really, you should come. So I think we should just like flood her inbox. Yep. So if no. anybody ever wants to go and just has the urge, send her a message and she'll drop what she's doing. No, yeah. no, no. You guys, and I'm I'm a dangerous friend. You guys, I just want to say, like, <laughs> like I just I just I just did a I just did a trip this last summer. If you ever look at my social media, I just did a trip this last summer that was like recreating part of Soren. So like this is like where my mind goes. Like I'm a true innovator. I just love like I love like being super extra. And so yeah. So if you want to ever hear about like really luxe experiences for Disney, um, I've either done it or I've dreamt it. So um, I'd love, love to be in your world. And Jason, Jason's the most like he's like the best connector I've ever met in my whole life. And I know a lot of people, um, but he's definitely topped everybody else. And so and and Sharon is like the most sweetest. Uh, most hardworking person I've ever met. And so, yeah, come into our world. And Ryan and Brett, I know, Brett, you're coming out to Disneyland in two weeks. I might actually be there. So I'll let you know if I'm going to be there. I don't know what dates okay. you are, but I'll connect with you offline. If you I'll ask you know. her to go, she'll go. So she will. I'm, all, I'm here on your honeymoon, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> tell, just tell her like, hey, you mentioned that Lux vacation thing. And did you really have an African safari where you had breakfast with like a giraffe over you? And uh, can we just talk about this at Disneyland? I'll be there on this day. And then she'll just fly there. It'll be great. Yeah. Just meeting for coffee quickly over there. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> Working from Main Street. I did. I, that's what I did yeah. last, this last weekend. And 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 for clarity, you guys, I, I have I have five kids. I have five kids, and they go all the time too. So if you have kids and you want to do like some cool mom travel or parent travel um, to Disney with kids, um, my kids are awesome, and they they're they're yeah they're. They she's, they know Disney really well. I'll just she's say. starting to process the fact that she's now admitting she goes to the parks a lot. Yeah. You, just, <laughs> you hear the pauses in her voice. She's like, "Wait, yeah, I'm admitting like, oh. I work from Main Street. Okay, this is getting bad. How do I get out of this? It's okay. It's okay. You're yeah, safe well. here. It's a safe space here, so nobody nobody <laughs> yeah. knows. Right. I don't know, you guys. You You're guys, whatever. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there a lot. Let's just say that. Anyways, it was well, lovely okay. meeting all of you guys. And for all of you listening, um, if there's anything that we could do uh, to help, let us know. Yes, yes definitely. Thank you both uh, for being on here. We will definitely link both of your Instagrams uh, to our Instagram, which is a Dose of Magic podcast. Uh, and, and we all can connect. So I think this episode, mm -hmm. we could have done this for another two hours. I feel like our conversation could be yeah. endless here. Um, but we'll cut it here for now. And we would absolutely love to have you both back on in the future um, if we have the time. Hello, I'd love to see you in California. So yes. I'll let you know the dates. <laughs> so, um, but all in all, thank you all so much for being here. Hala and Jason, thanks so much uh, for taking some time here tonight. And we will catch you next episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye.